Welcome to Tiger Talk, the podcast for Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut, where we talk about everything Mercy, including students, faculty and staff, alumni, and leaders in our community. Learn more about Mercy High School at our website, mercyhigh.com. everyone, and welcome to our Tiger Talk episode, where we talk about everything related to Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm really happy to be here with Mrs. Wamester, who is our Director of Admissions, along with four of our Mercy Ambassadors. So I'd like to start first by having everyone introduce themselves, and then we'll we'll dig right into the conversation. So hello, Mrs. Wamester, and welcome to the Tiger Talk podcast. Hi, Ms. Dijon. Thank you for having us here. Um, we are excited to be here today. Like you said, I'm the Director of Admissions here at Mercy High School, and I'm also the moderator of the Mercy Ambassador Club, which is the largest club in the school. And today, we have somebody from each grade representing Sophia, would you like to introduce yourself first? Sure. Um, hi, I'm Sophia Franke. I am a freshman with class of 2024. I'm Mia Pugliaris. I'm a sophomore and I'm class of 2023. Great. Hi, Mia. Hello, Ashlyn. I'm Ashlyn Lidke. I am a junior and I'm in class of 2022. Hi, I'm Bella Bartolome. I'm class of 2021. I'm a senior here and I'm one of the ambassador officers with Ashlyn. That's great. So thank you so much for being here. So I'm interested too, just in addition, I know we're going to talk mostly about the ambassadors, but what are some other um, clubs and activities or, or sports that you participate in here at Mercy? I do some other clubs. I, I made a club last year, it's the ping pong club. Um, and I'm also a part of badminton and I'm also a part of some national honor societies. So um, the Macaulay chapter of national honor society, I'm president this year and I'm in Spanish and in math too, so that's a lot of fun. I tried out for some sports this year. Um, I was on the volleyball team in the fall. Great. I'm on the softball team this spring, and I do some clubs like ambassadors and cooking club. Oh, yum. That's great. <laughs> what about you, Mia? I do drama club, which this year we haven't been able to do a whole lot so far, but we are rehearsing a Lenten play to be performed at the end of the month. So that is underway. Um, I did Mamma Mia last year, which was really, really fun. And I, I did robotics last year. And then I didn't do it this year because I thought that we were going to have a musical and I didn't, I didn't want it to interfere. But now that we aren't, I rejoined. So I'm, I also do robotics. That's great. What about you, Ashlyn? Yeah, so I'm in Junior Classical League, which is a part of the Latin National Honor Society, and I'm hoping to become the president of Latin National Honor Society next year. I'm also the manager of the lighting crew, so we do all of the lighting for the drama productions, like the play and the musical, which aren't happening this year, but hopefully next year. I like the breadth of activities and clubs and sports that you're participating in. Uh, that's really, that's really wonderful. And, and I, I love the, uh, the example too of the ping pong club, uh, cause Bella just needed to ping pong and made it happen. <laughs> and I think that's a, that's fantastic, uh, to be able to do things like that. 
you know, with having over 40 clubs and activities, I think that what you see here is the wide variety that these girls are involved in, uh, whether it's sports or the drama club or starting your own ping pong club, which is amazing, the Junior Classical League. And uh, Mia, I think it's pretty impressive that you can do drama and robotics. Uh, You know, some of those things that COVID has uh, actually done for us for the better is that you were able to get back involved in the robotics um, club this year, which is nice because that's a very time consuming, right? Oh, yes. I did the musical and robotics at the same time last year, and it was very fun, but it was definitely the most stressful part of the part of that year prior to COVID, just because I was after school until anywhere from 530 to 8 every night but it was honestly really worth it because like you know those were things that I chose to do and the outcomes were awesome we won chairmen's at the robotics competition and we were able to have our musical just before quarantine started so I honestly I'm just glad that I get to do it this year yeah, right. You got all those in, um, which is awesome. And Sophia, you know, as a fresh woman, you came in and tried out for a sport right away, which I think is great. And I always encourage incoming to try out for sports because it's a great opportunity to make friends. So, you know, what they're doing is a lot of work, but that is important to have a supportive community behind you. Absolutely. Um, you're absolutely right. It's like a lot all at once, especially when you're doing sports. Like I had, I had volleyball in the fall with Sophia and that was a lot because I was also like bringing in ambassadors. It was my first time as like NHS president and just so many things at once that I had to work with. But I mean, I thought it was so special that I had my peers helping me because obviously all these clubs, all these club leaders as students, I mean, it's not just one person, it's a, it's a team. So a lot of help from the peers and especially the teachers, um, even if you just want to rant, like I go to Mr. Butterly sometimes, my AP research teacher, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, guess what? I can't do it. <laughs> and he's just like, oh God, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just like so much support. I go to Mrs. Wamazoo too in activity period. She says, come anytime you want. And I'm like, thank you. Thank goodness. <laughs> like, it's not just clubs that come with like stress. It, it's also clubs that come with support. So I think that's really special. That's great. And um, Sophia, do you want to talk a little bit about how, I mean, this is your first year here. So, um, you know, as a fresh woman coming in, it can be a little bit intimidating, but can you, you want to talk a little bit about your first couple months here and what kind of Bella touched upon as far as like the support from teachers and everything? So I came to Mercy not knowing anyone and my teachers were extremely helpful and extremely kind uh, to helping me adjust. I was also a late admissions, so I had a lot of catching up to do um, on the terms of like summer work. So they were uh, very helpful with catching up and getting settled into my classes and on the topic of like sports and stuff. The volleyball tryouts were actually the first day of school. So that was very helpful when it came to making friends. Um, Two of my closest friends were actually on the team with me, and I met them on the first day of tryouts. So it was really, really great. Um, So have the four of you been basically in uh, learning in the building this year? Because I know this year, because of the pandemic, we've been in the building, but making remote accommodations for anyone who might want them. So how have you uh, how have you been faring with that? Yeah, I've been pretty much in person the whole mm-hmm. time. And 
I think especially since, you know, we've been doing online learning since March of, I can remember the last week of school in person last year. And I don't really remember lagging in any of my schoolwork, you know, missing much socially, obviously I did, but in like school wise, I just kind of picked up where I left off. And I feel like I've really benefited from the way Mercy's handled the whole remote learning situation, because I know a lot of people from other schools haven't stepped in their schools since March. So other three, have you been in full-time or have you been remote? I've been in full-time and I was really excited to come back because when we went out on March 13th, that was actually like the last night of the musical. So it was like me and my friends from the drama club, we were like on this or on this high of like, oh my goodness, it's like tech week and it's the musical and it was super fun. We just won the chairman's at robotics and then like it all got taken and it was really, it was really a shock. And so to just be back and have it be really as normal as possible, I think Mercy has done a great job with that. And, you know, it's just, it's just been really great. Bella, question for you. Um, Now you're a senior here and you've spent four years as part of the ambassadors. Now we've given tours and had mornings at Mercy and all ways to visit open houses. Uh, What do you find that is one of the things that you find yourself telling people why you chose Mercy? Oh, I think I touched on this before and I definitely touched on this during accepted students night, but the teachers, I came in freshman year and I was like, oh my gosh, like I've heard so many horror stories about high school. Um, I was so nervous. The teachers in middle school, you know, they hype it up. Like it's something like completely foreign to what you're going to expect, but it wasn't really like that at all. Like it was a nice transition from eighth grade to freshman year because my teachers, they made time for me. And that was just, I, I preach that every time I give a tour, you know, like the teachers here are so flexible and they'll absolutely be able to accommodate for your needs. And it's just, it's just, I think what makes Mercy pretty special. And I also um, talk about, you know, the fun events here. Uh, we have like walkathon, we have cake auction, we have spirit week that's coming up like next week. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be so fun. Catholic Schools Week. Yeah, Catholic school, Schools Week. That's that's another fun one. And like, you know, just like the crazy traditions that we have, like like the tea and cookies day. Um, that's, I think, Catherine McCauley's day. And then we have like a pig race. Like I say that in my, yeah, I, have, I say like, yeah, we have a pig race. And they're like, what? And I'm like, okay, I got to explain. <laughs> I have to elaborate on these things. But it's just so many fun things like that. that pep I just, rallies. Yeah, the pep rallies, especially. You just got to get amped up for it. And I say these things and I hope that, you know, the people that I'm giving tours to kind of like get excited for that and kind of anticipate the things that are to come with Mercy. So, yeah, I I know as an alumna of Mercy, I can remember the pig races back in, you know, the 1990s. And so to come back now and see that we're still doing pig races, that really, just that one in particular really made me smile. But to see all these traditions, I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to Spirit Week also. And remembering what the cake auction was like. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That cake auction is a really special tradition, (laughs) Ms. Dijon. I don't know of many schools that actually do that and have such a great time doing it. And then, and then we give all that money to charity, which is awesome, right? Right. Um, We should probably, we should probably explain the cake auction to people listening who may not know. I think that'd be great because guess what else? Sophia is a fresh woman, so she doesn't really know what to expect here. So would one of you girls like to explain what cake auction is? Cake auction is pretty much a 
big pep rally in the gym. Each class has their exec boards or, you know, for freshmen, just a few girls who come together and they raise money for their class. And then you try to bid on cakes with the money that you've raised. And you kind of get amped up with your class in your section and seniors make a big entrance. And it's kind of a weird thing to explain to someone outside of Mercy. But <laughs> there's, there's always some exciting cakes there. And my favorites are when they, you know, I think a crowd pleaser these years have been the Mr. Butterly cake. Miss Dijon, I know when I was here, people made Mr. Bricky cakes. So okay. um, anybody, they make cakes in all different shapes, sizes, flavors, people. The cakes are pretty amazing. And then the day after the day after the auctions, the cakes are cut and served to the classes who bid on the cakes. So you get to eat them during lunchtime, which we weren't able to do last year because that was the week right before quarantine. But in years prior, that's what would happen. You'd be able to eat the cake at school during lunch. So that was pretty cool. That is fun. We're making a few adjustments because of COVID this year, but don't worry. We're Everything's going to work out. <laughs> We're still being able to, we've still tried to really do all those traditions this year in a modified way, even with COVID. Like, Ashlyn, you had your um, junior ring ceremony, and we were able to have a dance a little bit um, back a little while back in the fall. Do you want to just talk about the fact that, you know, you've actually had some traditions this year, even because of COVID, we've been able to do them? Yeah, uh, we weren't able to get our usual junior rings at the same time that we would have um, because of COVID. But usually the junior class gets sort of brought into the upper class women group with a ring ceremony and we all get gifted class rings and it goes with a junior ring dance. So we were able to have a little semi-formal dance with our class. Um, And that was outside at Wadsworth, which is just behind Mercy. And so that was kind of a great way that the juniors could sort of have their own thing in the midst of all of this chaos. Yeah, I remember the junior ring dance and ceremony last year, and that was so fun. Like, I I hadn't really attended a lot of the informals or the formal dances, but um, I just remember junior dance or junior ring, and I was, like, just so hyped, and I was was able to be with my friends in my grade, and there was kind of, like, no other grades. It was was like Ashlyn said, it was a special time for your own grade, which is which is always nice. So that is nice. And we had our fresh women pin ceremony where our big sisters gave the fresh women, the little sisters, their, their pins uh, during a mass and a ceremony. And so that was, that was nice too. Yeah, that, that was really nice. Um, I remember all the fresh women were uh, lined up in the hallway, like in order uh, waiting to like meet up with their junior. Um, And we were all sitting around like so excited. And then we like did the whole formal walk and the people were like taking pictures and you saw your big sister and it was, it was really like really nice. The big sister, little sister is a nice program. And Sophia, has your big sister been helpful to you this year? Yeah, when I first came in, I had so many questions. And so advisor was a nice time for me and the other freshmen to talk with our big sisters and ask them like all these questions like, what are the dances like here at Mercy? One of my favorite things about having a big sister is that there's always just someone there who's like experienced it. And every day during advisor, she's there. So you can, you have a chance to talk to her about it. Yeah, I I remember last year when I got my big sister, 
I was, I was kind of like nervous to come to a new school, but she was super nice. And then also it's like tradition that you buy each other like gifts for the pin ceremony. So she bought me like, like a Kate Spade tumbler cup and I got her like candy and it was really nice. And now even like this year, since I'm, I'm a sophomore now, so she's a senior and even now during advisor group we sit next to each other and we talk you know it's it's just nice to have someone that you know can you know take you under their wing let's talk I mean that was great I mean I just love talking about the traditions and and some of the different events that we have here I think that's that's really nice I think another thing that we do a lot of here is service not only just within our school, but just outside into our community, our region and beyond. And so what are some of the service projects that you've worked on? I know, you know, Bella through NHS, that's one of the major focal points of NHS. Uh, Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. One of the biggest things that um, Mercy recognizes for NHS's fundraisers is like selling the candy. Do you guys remember that? Yes. Yes. So usually the NHS members would have their boxes of candy and sell them to classmates, but like, come on, it's a dollar. Like you gotta, (laughs) but yeah, this year we obviously can't do it because you know, COVID. Uh, So we're just finding new ways to raise money and it's a lot of fun. So it's, it's just one of those things where you benefit and then the other person benefits, you know, like you're getting your service hours, but you're also getting that like feeling of like, you know, gratitude for what you have and like what you can give. And then the person that you're, serving I guess like they're they're benefiting as well like you're raising the money for them and also you just get to be a part of these societies like National Honor Society isn't the only society and club that kind of raises money for certain things we have Girl Up they raise money you know the other societies like Spanish Italian French Latin and then like math NHS they also all raise money and it's just a lot of clubs and a lot of areas at Mercy where the girls can come together in their groups of interest and kind of give back to the community, which is, which is what Mercy is about. Robotics works very tightly with Girl Up on certain fundraisers. I know that last year we did a lot of stuff with them and yeah, it's, it's just really nice. And also I know coming in as a freshman last year, a lot of girls who, who I knew were very worried about getting the required 100 hours that you need to graduate but after being here for a year and a half it's really like there's no need to worry there's so many opportunities for you to get those hours in and also because of covid our teachers are understanding so usually by sophomore year you need 50 hours in and by freshman year you need 25 junior 75 but because of covid you know there haven't been the same kind of opportunities to get hours in so still our our guidance counselors send us emails and things on how to still get those hours in in a less hands-on way so yeah yeah I I agree with what Mia's saying like the 100 service hours that's the easiest thing to do yeah so yeah it's not I mean you don't you don't have to go out to like Haiti and like volunteer there over every summer to like reach that goal of 100 hours it's Mm -hmm. so much easier than that if you have that interest of going out in your own community and doing stuff, I like volunteered at a horse riding area where little kids get to go in the summer. That got me a lot of hours, but I mean, I'm like way past a hundred because I'm in the Mercy Ambassadors. I know Mercy Ambassadors just does everything that like benefits Mercy. Yeah. And it's just so much fun. Like we have open house and we have accepted students night. And 
it's just a really easy way for members for underclassmen who kind of like don't really know which clubs they're going to join. And it's an easy way to get those hours in. And we also have a club called Be A Tutor or Beat. And it's basically where kids can sign up to be a tutor or to be tutored by their by their peers for any certain class. And that's another way to get um, hours. And be a tutor, that, that comes from NHS. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I said before, like ambassadors, NHS, they're just easy ways mm-hmm. for like kids to benefit yeah. from giving back to your own community. Yeah. One thing I feel that is a part of ambassadors that's like um, great opportunities for freshmen especially is having shadows. So eighth grade girls come in uh, one day uh, during school and um, I've done this countless times because <laughs> I just, I love having shadows. It's like the most fun thing to me where they come in for half a day and they go to all your classes and they eat with you at lunch and they get a tour around the school. And so they get to experience Mercy for an entire day. Yeah, Mercy Girl for yeah. a day. Yeah. 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 And I just, I mean, I know that I enjoy it because I don't know, I, I just seeing the, the new girls and showing them around. I think that that's like so fun. And um, a lot of times it helps them with their nerves. If they're nervous about coming here next year or if they're still undecided. I'm always impressed at how many hours you girls actually do for service. I know that anytime I ask any ambassadors, especially you four to do anything, you're always willing. And, and I appreciate that. And um, I think it just shows everyone how much you actually love your school and you love your teachers and your classmates um, that you want to give back as much as you do. Uh, so thank you for that. If you had anything to tell a middle school student as to why they should choose Mercy, what would you tell them? That's a big question because there are a lot of reasons why. I think really for me, it was the educational curriculum because I was looking for a class that was very focused and invested in their education because here at Mercy, everybody is invested in their education. Everybody wants to learn. So there's not people like fooling around or taking away from your learning. And that was, I think, the biggest thing for me. For me, I would say it's the environment that your peers and your teachers, like Bella said, who are very understanding and flexible. It's just the environment that people make for you and the environment that you can make for yourself. There's a million clubs that you could do. Whatever you're into, there's something for you. And also, it's also a small school. So I really liked that because it gave me more one-on-one time with my teacher since my classes were smaller, but also you get closer with your peers because there's less of you. And also, you know, there's no boys, which kind of makes it a little bit more laid back. So I would say to anyone who is thinking about coming here or already has their mindset, but they're a little bit nervous, really don't be because we've all been there. We've all been nervous. And then once we're here, we realize that there's that there's no reason to be. That's a great answer. And you did you did mention a big thing there, Mia, that there's no boys here. Um, yeah, not during but the don't worry. There's still there's still plenty of outside activities and clubs that you can do with Xavier. So it's not like you never get to see them. You know, there's still plenty of social things that you can do with them. It's just I think when it's just girls in the classroom, it makes for a better learning 
And so here having no boys, you know, now I, I can't even like imagine being in a classroom with a bunch of 16 year old boys. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what, <laughs> what that would even be like. So, so advice to an eighth. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was saying before, and like me was saying, like teachers are so flexible. Um, but I think I remember, or if I can remember when I was in eighth grade, what I was most worried about was just like finding my, you know, niche. So it's like mm-hmm. finding my people. It's like, it's like kind of scary because I, before eighth grade, I like grew up in Texas for 13 years and I didn't really know a lot of people coming into Connecticut. I don't know anyone, but yeah. And I was just like put in eighth grade, like for a year. And it was just like, I, I didn't have that time. I didn't have those years of connection that, you know, most middle schoolers grow up with, um, with their classmates, which is like their second family. Mm-hmm. So then when I was put in freshman year at Mercy High School, I was like, okay, what's this going to be like? Like, is it going to be the same as eighth grade or is it going to be a little different? But, you know, I was able to connect. Um, everyone was able to connect. There is no like lone person who isn't able to find their club that they like or just their friend group. There's just connections all around you that you can see. And, you know, like you don't have to be part of one group. There's, you know, so much like diversity that the school offers that just like lets you experience different things and lets you just be happy in different areas. And and Bella, you are going off to Northeastern next year, right? Yep. <laughs> Which is exciting. Yeah. And, you know, like another reason why I picked Northeastern, it, there's just so much diversity in that mm-hmm. school. It's like, I think one of the top schools of, you know, diversity. And I, that's like, what I like, that's what I want. And like, that's what I found that mercy, like allowed me to have, which was nice. Ashlyn. For me, it's kind of the same. Um, I grew up in Connecticut, but I grew up in Cheshire where most girls either go to public school or a lot of girls go to other private schools. So I came in with no one from my school, no one from uh, Cheshire that I really knew. So it was kind of a weird experience for me, especially as a really shy kid. And like, if any middle schoolers are out there, like listening and you want to go to Mercy or something like that, and you just don't know anyone, like I have been there, like, (laughs) honestly, (laughs) and it gets so much better. Honestly, it does. And like Bella was saying, like, you really just have to find your niche. Like, I don't think I would be the same person if I went to public school. I don't think I would have had the same traits that I grew into now, um, had the same beliefs. So it's really grown me as a person. Yeah. I, that's, that's a good way of putting it. Like, I don't think if I went to a public school or a co-ed school, Definitely. I don't think I would be like this same kind of like personality. I don't even know what would happen. So yeah. Yeah. And that was like another kind of like, oh, it's an all girls school. Like I've, I have three brothers. I've grown up with boys all around me. Um, in every school that I've gone to and I just didn't know what to expect of an all-girls school I was like oh my goodness but I don't know I was so surprised pleasantly surprised I was like oh I don't need my boys I I just have my girls like it's it's just like that like you don't there is no like real kind of like big impending you know like difference that you're scared of and that you're like worried about it's just like you have your girls but then you also have your boys up the road Mm -hmm. um if you're in different clubs and you have different mixers where you can meet them and if you know some Xavier guys coming out of your class in eighth grade or in middle school you know like you you have contact with them it doesn't it's also like one small school 
but it's also like one big school you know like yeah. you have it's to a huge do. community of, yeah yeah definitely just boys and girls learning separately but like together yeah so. yeah and I also found that with the single ed sort of thing um I went to public school I grew up with boys in my class mm-hmm. you know it was not fun and <laughs> I wasn't really that concerned about the all girls aspect because I've experienced that sort of fear in classes with boys. Like they're, they're going to know the answer before me. They're going to say it better. They're going to make fun of me because of what, what I said, or, Oh, I'm just the nerd in the class. And they're, I don't even know they're judging me. So (laughs) with the single sex education sort of thing, I've definitely experienced like, especially as a quieter, more academically minded sort of person, like I have just become way more vocal in classes and with my teachers more than I ever would at any public school. You know what I hear you both say, and I've, I've known you Bella long enough to, to feel like a, a proud mama for you too. And (laughs) Ashlyn, the same for you is you both have said that you came in here not knowing anyone and you found your niche. And I've seen you both grow so much throughout the years And I think what you're saying is it has to do a lot with the environment and your teachers and everything. But what do you think the biggest thing is? Like, what do you think the biggest thing is to help you build that confidence to be able to go off to Northeastern next year or to Ashland, be able to give tours and get like rave reviews or, you know, speak to, you know, your junior classical league and run for the Latin National Honor Study president? What what's built that confidence? Can you put your finger on one thing or? I think I think it mostly has to do with um, teachers and being in such small classes with teachers who are just there for you. Their only mission is to do anything for their students and to notice students that are struggling or maybe falling behind socially or academically and really just pay more attention to them. And I've experienced that personally. And having teachers like that who reach out to you or who want you to excel socially and lead it really helps because you know that they're behind you yeah for me I didn't I didn't know anything about like the teachers going into it and I I had come um to Mercy with like you know with the four dices so I know they were on the podcast they're part they're SAC vice president and president so I knew that they were outgoing and I kind of like felt that too like I, I knew I was a little um extroverted but I didn't everyone starts out shy freshman year so my thing, you know, it was just trusting the process. Like I was just like, all right, I just got to be myself and trust the process. And trusting Mercy was definitely the right choice because, you know, I had the teachers to back me up. Yeah, that's kind of where my confidence came from. So like I trusted Mercy and I trusted my upperclassmen. That was a big thing too. I went in to Mercy in the fall and I had kind of like a small preseason for volleyball because I had started volleyball um, freshman year. And I got to know my upperclassmen better and they were just like a great group of girls. And, you know, you'll find that anywhere. If it's a a sport or a club, you'll find those upperclassmen that give you confidence that you'll be able to make it through an all girls private school. And I know a lot of kids, like when they transfer in sophomore year, they eventually find it. And by senior year, they're like, all right, I got this down. That's kind of my experience, trusting the process. (laughs) And I think also trusting that, you will grow and become a different person by the time you're a senior. Trusting that, like, just let go and let the growth process of maturing as a high school student happen. Yeah. Be yourself and trust the process. 
Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I mean, that's, those are such wise words. Right. And I think it really just sums up so much of what I've seen here at Mercy High School too. There's so much here that is offered to the students and your experience is what you make of it. And so thank you to these wonderful ambassadors and just for sharing your examples of how you've been able to make the best experience for your own selves. And each path is a little bit different, but you trust the process and and you, you find out what you truly believe in and you go with it. And there's people who will support you along the way. I've just, I've really enjoyed talking with you uh, today. And I hope others who have listened to this podcast today have enjoyed it as well. Uh, hearing from right from our students about uh, their uh, experiences here at Mercy High School. So thank you so much for joining our podcast today. And for all of you out there listening, thank you for that as well. And I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Talk podcast. Listen to the latest episodes at mercyhigh.com or subscribe to get the latest podcasts delivered to your device either at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify.